Welcome to Pagan Coffee Talk. I'm Oswin, and I have with me Lord Knight. There's been this thing that's been going around, and I'd like to talk about it today, where people are saying, you know, well, I'm a kitchen witch, or this is green magic. This is this is that, and this is that, and it's it just seems like all they're doing is commercializing and yeah commercializing and putting everything into a box yes it's exactly what in the world they're doing just because you're a witch and you cook doesn't make you a kitchen witch just because you do herbs does not make you a herbalist witch it doesn't quite work like that if you're an herbalist, we refer to you, I mean, especially in our tradition, we're going to refer to you as an apothecary, not as a green witch. Right. All right. If you're a cook and you've gone to school and you have become a chef, we're going to refer to you as a chef. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Can we put aspects of our religion into this? But we can put aspects of our religion into every part of our life. So when, somebody, so when somebody so when somebody's going to come up with witchcraft accounting? <laughs> well, you know, that's numerology. You know, well, I'm being serious though. When when are we going to have witchcraft bookkeeping? When are we going to start having uh, witchcraft car fucking repair? Here's the question we got to ask ourselves as a community. How far are we willing to go on to watch people box up, produce, put into little categories so they could put this crap on a shelf and sell it? All right. Pat Robertson only wish he had half <laughs> the markability that Kraft comes up with. True. All right. Now, again, don't get me wrong. I understand people have occult stores and all this, but having those occult stores are also the ones that sit there and where, I mean, I hate to be this way, big corporations like Walmart and Target and all these other places look at these stores and look how much money they're making. They're going, I want a piece of that. So now we're going to start selling off this shit that we've gotten it, you know, from China that's dirt cheap from slave labor. And we're going to sell it off and make people think they're witches. I mean, to me, this is the disgrace of our religion. Yeah, I think so too. If you're going to sell herbs, take the classes, become an apothecary, and run an apothecary store. Does that make sense? Right. I mean, you can, you know, if a fellow witch comes in, you can always incorporate something into that, but just 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 make it an apothecary store, because that's what it is. Or when a witch comes in and whatever, and they're like, hey, look, here's the list of stuff I need. From that list, you might be able to figure out, okay, top ingredients most witches use, frankincense, myrrh, sandalwood. Mm -hmm. You know, if I see any combination of these three at the top, I'm going to go, you have my attention. Right. What else you got on here? (laughs) That's fine and dandy, but... Run a bookstore. Quit running the occult shops. Because the more we do this, the more specialized those stores become, the more expensive stuff gets, too. Yeah, that's that's very true. I mean, there's a local store in 
he kind of keeps his prices low, but he owns the building, so he really has no overhead. Uh, true. But would he have more customers if he would convert to an apothecary? Do you see what I'm saying? He might. I don't know. You know, you could still sell some of the crystals and stuff like that. Because, I mean, an apothecary is nothing more than a fancy word for pharmacy. Right. You know, it was, well, the pharmacies before we had pharmacists. (laughs) Very true. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, because, again, most people don't realize most of the medicines that we take come from these herbs and stuff that witches are using. Oh, absolutely. All right. We're, we're talking about real medicines, real compounds, even without magic that can affect you. You know, there are certain drugs that you got to be careful of and look up for interactions between that and certain herbs. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's just like when you, when you go to the doctor, they want to know any supplements you take. So if you're taking, you know, turmeric or, garlic or whatever supplement you're taking, they need to know that because there could be potential interactions between medications. Well, I know of one medication. You can't have large amounts of ginger. You know, I mean, you can probably go out to a Chinese restaurant. That's fine. But taking it every day will actually interfere with the medicine because certain chemicals build up in your body after a while. Exactly. What I see out there is these people treating this stuff flippantly and wanting to label it and just call it whatever to sell it or to get you, or this is the only place you can learn kitchen witchery. No, you could actually go to your local community college and take chef classes, cooking classes. You're going to get the same info. Right. And to make it even worse, probably at a cheaper cost because you put the word witch on there, it becomes a specialty item and specialty items cost more. Right. You know, you go to any specialty shop, mm-hmm. a coffee cup in a specialty shop compared to a one that's not in a specialty shop, you're paying for the customization. Right. Do you really need to spend 70 bucks on a clay chalice just because it's got a pentagram on it versus one that don't? One that you can pick up right. for $25. Same thing. It just don't have somebody didn't take the time to paint a pentagram on there uh, really this is why i have a problem with this the these people that do this kitchen witchery magic's magic if you can do a love spell if you, you can do a money spell if you can do any of these you can also do necromancy it's the same fucking formula you're just dealing with the dead and i'm sorry if you've done your training right you already know those rules <laughs> very true so What's the difference? I was going to say, I know we've talked about this before, and that magic is magic. It doesn't matter what kind of magic it is. It's still magic. It's all coming from the same place. But I wanted to kind of address this for a specific reason to kind of put this to rest. Because we're still hearing it, and, and, you know, and it's like you've been saying, it's, it's all coming from the same place. Yeah. Quit trying to capitalize on whatever kitchen witchery, whatever you want to call it. I don't care. Just quit trying to capitalize on it. Quit trying to put everything in a box. Right. Yes, there are different styles of magic that you can do. Like you said, there's necromancy. There's divination. There's 
any number of different types of magic that you can do. Right. But it's all magic. It's all coming from the same damn place. It, 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 nothing has changed. It's still what it is. And I can understand, even in our tradition, when you study for your second degree, you we require you to have a specialty. All right? right. And that's just a subject that you have learned. We would prefer you to do something that would be helpful to craft. Right. Or to like the temple. Being in a, right. Like being an apothecary or something along those lines. Well, I mean, I, I hate to be this way. If you got somebody in your temple young enough, become a lawyer. That can be your specialty. Right. Being a doctor is still a specialty. These things have nothing to do with craft per se. Make sense? But you, you know, can definitely apply it to. Exactly. Just remember that specialty is, is that you have learned some type of skill, uh, skill or, um, well, I don't want to say skill, profession, and that's it. Because well, let's look back in time. Uh, we've discussed this before. When you look at the Druid class, all right, and I use them because uh, it's a little bit easier to do this with them compared to some of the other ones. They were doctors. They were lawyers, but they were also druids. They were also farmers. Right. Well, they had a profession, but they were also druids. Right. They were, they were blacksmiths and druids. These were their jobs. This is where we get this from. This is where this specialty comes from. Right. Are there specialties related just to the occult and craft? Yes. Sure there are, yeah. You know, but I hate to be this way. And here's where I'm probably going to piss off a lot of people. We got enough herbalists. We got enough fucking kitchen witches. We need lawyers and doctors. We need therapists. We need people that understand our religion in these professions. Right. That we, no, can, completely... that, that we can go to. All right. How about this? Why don't we quit encouraging people because everybody knows herbalism like crazy. All right. There's 50,000 books out there. There's 50,000 classes out there. Why don't you quit doing that and try something else? All right. Well, I mean, there are some people like Lady Keegan. I mean, she was drawn to herbalism and we can't discourage people from doing that but if you don't feel like you're absolutely drawn to something then go then go with something else it doesn't have to be directly related to craft but not that i'm trying to pick on lady keegan or anything she did her classes great and all that but she also has my understanding she also has a bachelor's degree in education right and well i know she's using that to teach homeschool her kids right and i and i know i discussed with her doing you know maybe doing uh classes for those who want to homeschool but follow a pagan tradition yeah like creating a course a homeschool course right this i don't have a problem with but again she's using a degree that didn't that most people wouldn't think have anything to do with craft Right. This I like. 
again, there's nothing wrong with this. We, we, we need teachers. We need people that are educated as teachers and lawyers and doctors and nurses and, and oh my, and bears. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hate to be this way. I, I would love to see a, um, some forest rangers who were pagan to where they could, you know, gather up some of the kids or maybe some of the more younger adults and take them outside, especially the guys, and show them how to track animals down in the wild so they can go hunting. Right. That would be really cool. You know, which plants to get, which plants won't. Uh, there, There's actually a YouTuber I've actually seen, which I actually like, and she does gardening but it's all the herbs and stuff like that. She goes over on how to take care of them. Oh, nice. And why the herbs are stuff that we use in craft and stuff like that, but she's showing you how to grow them. This is a phenomenal channel, but this to me is a whole lot more useful than, Hey, yet another person going out talking about green witchery. There's no such thing. It does not exist. It's not real. Every witch should be trained to some degree of herbalism. So that way they understand what they don't know. (laughs) Right. Absolutely. You know, know, all of us should be trained to some cooking because, again, you're going to have to cook for yourself at some point or another. So sitting there calling the kitchen witch when it's something everybody can do is not what you think. You know, the stuff that they put into this stuff that I see, this is not nothing we don't already know just in regular craft. Right. You know, and if all you're doing is like herbalism and making up incense, why? If you got to go out and buy incense from somebody and you haven't learned how to mix up enough to do a full moon or just your regular, you know, what you need to, where's your teachers? Where's your elders? Oh, that's right. We can't use elders anymore. God forbid we actually have authorities. <laughs> well, you know, and and heaven forbid anybody seek out a teacher. Everybody wants to do it on their own, and then they complain. Well, you know, I don't have access to this, and I don't have access to that. So I'm going to turn to social media, and I'm going to turn to Reddit. You know, I'm going to turn to all these different places, and I'm going to ask questions. Okay, well, if you had a teacher, you would already have somebody to answer your questions just saying what well, at least guide you along you know, you know i mean I just, I just i don't understand people don't want teachers but they turn to discord and reddit and tiktok and youtube and they ask questions there and yeah and then you go through the answers but you don't want a it- teacher right and then when you go through the answer you got like fifty thousand people telling you 50,000 different ways and, you know, half of them contradict one another. Right. And you still have to go through muddle through all that crap to find something that works for you. Exactly. Wouldn't it be easier just to have one or two people you could turn to? What would be better if, and I know a lot of people are going to hate this, but if the pagan community was a hell of a lot more fucking organized than it is right now. Hmm. True. We had that council way back in the day, and I can't remember what it was called, and they sort of cemented some ideas. You know, you hear Ray Buckland and and all of them talk about this. 
Right, right? but unfortunately, that didn't last. Well, no, it didn't last, but the stuff that they put there, they put out by putting out what the the um, 13 goals of a witch was, you know, certain things that we needed to do. They put out the Wiccan read, so we have a little bit of wisdom there. They put out the laws and stuff like that. Then people came in and was just like, oh, well, I don't like that, so I'm not going to use that. Right. I'm not even going to study it because that, to me, just seems stupidity. Mm-hmm. And you never learned what it was about to begin with just on a whim because you didn't like a color or something. What? Right. (laughs) I mean, come on. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not like the biggest on the whole tarot card things and like all these unboxing shit. I just think this is like crap. You know, the, the, the people that do these videos, these are the most unoriginal people whatsoever. Well, and again, it goes back to the whole commercialization of, you know, trying to put everything into categories and and then market that. If you exactly. would just stop and get back to craft, well, I, I think again, things it, would be a whole lot better. Well, it's starting to make me wonder, you know, the more you see this stuff and these people like, oh, here, spend this money on this classes and we're about to have them kind of start up again. And, you know, even a couple of hundred dollars. Are, are you more worried about your pocketbook than teaching me? Are you more worried about making money than you are making sure I have the right herbs? Right. I have to say that's one reason we never charged for classes is that's not what we're here for. We're not here to make money. Would it be nice to have some money to support our actions? Yes. But, you know, pretty much we've got our support and, you know, we're not there to charge for that knowledge well i mean it's it's the same concept that we used to have about why no it's not unethical for us to sell spells and do spells for other people there's nothing ethically wrong with that morally though i kind of go you know because again i can see how easy it would be to go down this rabbit hole well here we'll do this five dollar spell Oh, that didn't work for you? Well, here, let's do this $20 spell then. Because then my question becomes, are the spells failing that you're doing because you want them to get a $20 spell or a $40 spell? When does greed come in there? When does the con start? Oh, that's another subject altogether. Well, I mean, but that's my, there's my argument Mm. there on this is where does it actually start? I don't know too many witches that start off doing this stuff like this going, well, you know, hey, it's just a spell for a neighbor, blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, you're doing a spell every other weekend or lighting a candle for somebody. What point do you start going, well, hey, this is my living. This is what I got to do. I know there was one gentleman I said this to, and his automatic response was, well, I'm disabled. Well, so are a lot of other people, and they don't sell their goddamn souls to make money. Right. I mean, if you want to go down this rabbit hole, we can, because then you're also looking at what is the cost of doing that? What's it costing you? Is it costing you your soul? Is it costing you your physical health? Is it costing you your reputation? Right. I mean, the way Lord Men explained this to me, and the way we used to do it in the old days, was if you're taking money for a spell or a reading, it's a con. 
That's how we separated ourselves from the con artist. If you're taking money, it's a con. If by chance you happen to stop by the grocery store and pick up a few items that you know somebody might need, go by their house and drop them off and then pull out some tea. Oh, look, here, I got you some tea. Let's try some of this Earl Grey. Mm-hmm. Oh, and now we're done. Here, read my, here, why don't you read my tea leaves right quick? Did this person pay for their reading? No. What did they do? They brought the person some food. They took care of the person. Right. That Does that make sense? When we, Lord Ben always told us when we do spells, you know, hey, we, we're putting a spell together for you, right? And we need these mm-hmm. herbs. And I don't have them in stock. So I give you a list. Hey, go to this place right here, buy these herbs in these amounts. I'm going to double that order. That's my cost. Right. That's how I get paid. Because I'm not going to use all that for their spell, but I might use the other half to make some teas and just sell them off as tea, not as Ooh, this tea will help your meditation. This tea, no, it's just tea. Right. Yeah, this this one's good for relaxing. That's good for this and whatever. But nothing substantial. Nothing that you wouldn't be able to sell grandma from the little Baptist church up the road. (laughs) (laughs) Right. She's going to be sitting back going, oh, yeah, I like that Russian black tea. Yeah, that you make. Yeah. You know, that was so good. I had some of that tea and I just, oh, I felt so relaxed. And you're, you know, you're double blended, you know, mint tea with the, with the most, the mint and the, you know, what is that? The forest mint. (laughs) Yeah. Tea was great. Which I know as soon as you put mint in something, hey, that's a little bit more associated with wealth and prosperity. Right. You know, I can rip open that tea bag and turn it into an incense real fast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or I can drink the tea. <laughs> Absolutely. And do my, and still do my own spell. I don't have a problem with this, but this is how this is how this industry used to work. And right. this is how we separated ourselves from the con artist. Because it was easier to sit there and go, okay, if they're charging you money, they're probably a con artist. If you want to buy all the damn crystals and stuff, boom, you're going to pay the price for them. But I'm sorry, if you're getting them from a specialty shop, they're going to be twice as much as what you could from a regular retailer. Oh, you better believe it. Because here's your problem. These witch shops only collect, only have a few people coming to them. Right. So they have to raise the prices higher. Unlike going to somewhere like Target or Walmart where they're going to have thousands of people there so they can lower their prices because we sell more. We're making, we're, we're going to make the same amount of money as that person over here on the, uh, on their specialty store are going to have to double, you know, only sell one for our 10. Right. You know, the difference of why these specialty shops cost so much because yeah, they got a smaller smaller clientele, right? Because I think it's only what in in probably uh, certain parts of the country where you might get people, little old ladies from the church stopping by certain 
occult shops to pick up certain things. Right. And pay them for spells. Oh, no, I don't do witchcraft. That's what she's for. She does it. I just tell her <laughs> who to do it on and pay her for it. Right. <laughs> I mean, this does happen in certain parts of the countries and some smaller areas. But again, these are like some of the more, probably the more old time witches like I'm used to. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> No, but no, the commercialization of our religion bothers me. And it bothers me because, again, I see it as people are selling off my religion. And I'm sorry, how many people want to walk into Walmart and see their religions wrapped up in plastic on a shelf going, hey, for only $9.95, you too can become a witch? <laughs> well, Walmart's a little more uh, subtle about it. You know, well, I, 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 again, and how many Christians are going to get upset when they walk into Walmart and say, see a package, oh, here, start your own church, become a Southern Baptist. All you need is this little box. True. Mm-hmm. Do you think the Muslim community, community would put up with that? Do you think the Christian community would put up with this? Probably not. You know, I mean, they have the whole, because I've seen their, what, their little uh, bookstores and stuff. Mm-hmm. I remember back in the day when those were all over the place, and those stores were sky high. Mm-hmm. And they used to go fast, into some of those stores, yeah. And, and notice how fast they went out of business, and all of a sudden, these big box stores started to carry that stuff instead. Well, I still don't, I don't see a lot of the uh, specialty items that they used to carry in the big box stores. The big box stores are just, they're carrying things like Bibles and, right. you know, I mean, Bible study hey, books and things like but that. Now, so. now you can go on Amazon and find any of that stuff, whatever you want, for a whole lot cheaper. Oh, yeah. All right. So, I mean, here here's my thing to our pagan community. How much longer until y'all can't open y'all store because it costs too much? Right. Because you could buy this stuff on Amazon cheaper. We talk about the commercialization of stuff, but I don't ever see anybody going, no, we're done with this. We're not doing it. We're not spending our money. Right. I mean, they'd still rather go to a specialty store and pick up their stuff. But see, I can sit here and argue like Lord Men did. And I understand why I got upset. Y'all could spend all this money on the, all this crap. Is what it is. Mm-hmm. All this, this, the Green Witch books and the 50,000 billion that are out there that ain't nothing but the same re- regurgitated stuff over and over again. There's nothing new out there. Nobody's doing anything new. You know, no. that's like going that, that's like going to all these channels. Oh my God. There are so many channels for newbies, but nothing else, nothing advanced, nothing more. Well, and I'm sorry, all the newbie stuff is the same thing over and over again. It's just like the books. It's all regurgitated information. You know, and there's nothing new. Well, until as a community, we start demanding more and we start investing in our religions, in our temples, these people that that study and swear their lives to this. Where's our temple? Where's our cathedrals? Right. You know, I, I see nothing. 
I can go out and we live in the South and I can go outside right now and think in less than five minutes away. And I live pretty far. We live pretty far out in the country. I could think of like one, two, three, four, five churches within 15, within less than 15 minutes of us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go out, try to find an actual temple to ISIS, find a temple to anywhere to the Druids, to anything. You don't find jack shit because what? Our community's spending money on crap that they don't need instead of investing actually in our temples. Right. Well, now some people are going to say, well, we don't need all that. Well, if you don't need all that, then why are you spending you, your money on junk? On junk. How does it help you to have 50,000 tiger eyes? Seriously, how does that help? No, no. How does that help anybody? Or a house full of crystals or house full of, um, you know, little knickknacks and stuff just floating all over them. You don't need a house full of stuff like that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand rock collection. All right. But that's rock collecting. You're collecting up small pieces of what you find out in nature. You're not going well, to. I was, rock I collectors, say, rock, I know, rock collectors. They don't buy. They go out and they get. <laughs> they do. Funny. They do. You know, they do the physical work to get those <laughs> rocks, to get those crystals. Lady Alba, she's a rock collector, but she she goes out and gets her stuff. She does the physical work. Well, I think that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> all, right, all right. I guess we'll see y'all all next week. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another episode. Pagan Coffee Talk is brought to you by Life Temple and Seminary. Please visit us at lifetempleseminary.org to learn more. You can also find links to all our social media, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Reddit. We travel down this trodden path, the maze of stone and mire. Just hold my hand as we pass by a sea of blazing pyres. And so it is the end of our days, so walk with me till morning breaks. And so it is the end of our days, so walk with me till morning breaks.